So, all right, take a look. we're going to take a look today also at uh, our giveaway. So, our first ever giveaway today. Um, yes. As you can see, it's on the table. So, Fireball. If you guys are into Fireball whiskey, we're going to do our very first giveaway, and uh, you have the opportunity to um, to win the whole thing of Fireball. Get so, it. Get may it. not seem that wild and that crazy, but um, kind of indicative of the way the season's been going this year. So, um, some, some, well, some people may need it. Some during, people may before, want, during, or after, especially the games. Need it. Um, so, you, you guys got some options. Um, but we'll tell you at the end of the show. We'll tell you how you can enter to win the Fireball whiskey. So. Um, so again, welcome back. Uh, excited to be here as we usually are. Um, unfortunately, it's after another <sighs> Man, loss. It is, and you know they showed the numbers. The one loss or one score loss is by Frost <laughs> these years. These last few years, man. Hey, it wasn't a one-score loss yesterday. Though. It wasn't. It was technically it wasn't one point more than a one-score loss, but it's it sure felt like it uh, again. Yep. Yeah. So Kenneth, I know yuck fireball. I'm not drinking it, which is why it's up uh, here on the show. So I used to love it. It doesn't really love me back. Yeah. So, so but there are people out there who still like it. So we'll see what we get for entrances. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, so let's start down some of the not so good things of yesterday, which a lot of people say there's a lot of not so good, but I'd say there's there's minimal of not so good with a mixture of mediocre and really good. <clears throat> Um, so. so you posted during the game yep. on our Two Average Guys page, because yep. that's what we are, Yep. special teams lost us the game again. Mm-hmm. First field goal miss, 45-yard <clears throat> attempt from a kid that hasn't kicked very many field goals this year, I can, I can, I guess, be okay with. Not okay with, but I can understand. There's, you know, even the the uh, Oklahoma kicker, when we played Oklahoma, he missed a field goal, and he's one of the best kickers, at least at that time, in college football. So it does happen. Now, I heard he was shanking them left in uh, warm-ups. He shanked it left, just a little bit, whatever. 23-yard miss, unacceptable. 13-yard punt. Dude, he didn't even shank that 23-yard field goal. He just straight up kicked it straight left. Like, yeah. that thing was – he didn't get under the ball. He just – like, that's how I would probably kick a field goal is straight right. left. Like, that was so bad. Um, I just don't understand how you just can't have somebody kick. That, I mean, we've had kickers that kicked field goals and punted. We can't get yeah. either or. I mean, yeah, the same kid had an 80-yard punt or whatever it was – earlier in the season after a previous game where he had a shank that was seven or eight yard punt. Yeah. I just, and like you said, Matt Davidson on the, uh, the radio, just silence. I mean, just speechless. Like I just can't understand it. Yeah. I was, I was listening on the radio, uh, for part of it, doing some yard work just cause you know, I, I think you can afford to do that during Husker games now for a little bit. <laughs> and so I decided to do that. And, and yeah, it, Davison and, and Sharp were just silent for a second. And they're like, wait, that went maybe maybe 10 yards. Um, I thought it went maybe seven or eight. That's why I said – that's why I texted you, eight yards. Yeah. And, they, you know, they said it was 13 or whatever it was, 12, 13, whatever. Yeah. And, Unreal. Yeah. I just, Unreal. Yeah, it went – and they're just like, that just can't happen at all. In college football, that cannot happen. Um, you know, and we'll get to Kenneth Wood to your uh, your comment here on the fourth and four. We'll get to the offense here in a minute. Uh, Jamie, we we'll talk about Frost as well. We think he stays too. 
Um, yeah, we've been talking about it a little bit. It's just the special teams continues to hurt Nebraska this year, especially. I mean, we went from having the Big Ten kicker of the year to having somebody that cannot kick a field goal of his life dependent on it. And that's not just one player. That is now two field goal kickers right. and two punters. That's so, two, We have four special teams guys that all you do is practice, 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 punting, that's and all you, field That's goals. all you do. What else do you do? And you, you don't and then have you to go tackle and, anyone. You don't have to run the ball. I mean, unless they're doing fakes, which please don't, because <laughs> if that's any indication of what that would look like. And I'm not saying it's easy. Like, I'm not saying that because obviously I'm not a kicker. I'm not a punter. But that is what you are there to do, and if you can't do that, why are you, why are we wasting a roster spot? Let's get someone in there. And didn't Contreras wasn't he a transfer from um, was it Iowa Western? Is he the guy that came in for Iowa Western? I, I'm honestly not. I, I think that's not what Contreras came sure. from. So, and, and that's on that's on me. We should I should have looked up you know done a little bit more research as far as uh, you know who some of these guys are. Instead of just crucifying them, but come on, man. Yeah, we gotta figure that out. It, no one else is having that many problems, and I don't know if it's that we just need to find whoever the best special teams coach is ever and pay him an astronomical amount of money to fix this. And I think it might have been it might have been Drew Brown that posted yesterday because we know how how good Drew Brown was for us as well. And you know, we had the Alex Henrys, we had the the other Browns, we had, we had we've had um, so many Cook and Brett Maher. Jesus, we've had so many good kickers. So we've been we've been spoiled with we really were spoiled great with kickers. Henry and and Maher because they both punted and kicked field goals. They were phenomenal field goal kickers. They could kick long field goals and they could punt them, bounce out of bounds yeah. inside the twenty. No questions yeah, asked. Yeah, it's just it is heartbreaking to lose those games. Again, we'll we'll get to the offense next. We're not gonna spend a whole lot of time on special teams. Sorry, but that, our offense was not great, but our mm-hmm. offense still put us in position to get points on the board, and we didn't do it. And that is where it hurts and, the most. And I think moving forward, Jim, forget trying to kick field goals when it's it's a thirty plus yarder. If it's more than thirty yards. We're going for it. Fourth and four, fourth and seven, fourth and twelve. I don't care. I want to go for it. Um, I was just kind of reading a comment real quick here, and yeah, we've talked. We talk about Mario like every week, <laughs> so we can totally understand that. You know, um, it's tough because in a game like that against Ohio State, who yes, we held them to two touchdowns, yep. and they kicked, you know. What four field goals? Four Sorry, field my goals. math. Whatever. So, in a game like that, you—I mean—a a field goal make it is something that, especially when you stop them on fourth down, their mm-hmm. first drive, you, you go on a drive, you need to get points. Yep. So I can understand kicking a field goal. I mean, it can be the difference in the game. Yeah. And well, we saw it, we saw it two weeks so, ago where we didn't go for it, and Adrian doesn't get it. And then everyone's like, oh, you should have kicked a field goal. Well, yesterday we yeah. tried to kick a field goal. We didn't kick yeah. a field goal. And now everyone's like, you should have gone for it. Well, like Scott, Fred, Scott Frost said in his uh, post-game presser, he's like, if we would have gone for it and we got it, great. But if we would have made the field goal, no one would have questioned that decision Exactly. And so you can only control what you can control. When you see these kids make field goals in practice and you see them making them in warm-ups or whatever, and you put them out there and they miss, <laughs> it makes it <laughs> – it, it, it's just that much harder and frustrating to nope. – to accept because there's a reason that they're putting them out there. They have faith and trust in the kid to make a field goal. 
You know, for a kid to punt the ball farther than 13 yards because they're seeing it all week long. So when it happens, it, and I know you can say it goes back to coaching or, well, why did he do that? Why did they make that decision? They made that decision off of not just hope. They made that decision off of what they're seeing. If they didn't believe in him, they wouldn't put him out there. Exactly. So, and again, why do they keep putting Martinez out there when he's, you know, has these turnovers and stuff? They've shown his numbers. He's got 45 turnovers and 37 starts. Why is he still out there? Well, because we're playing Ohio State, and he throws a touchdown, a long touchdown pass to Torre to keep us right in the game. So, I mean... It, it's tough. Yeah. It, it is tough. And I know we can move on from the special teams thing, but <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's really I think, tough. I man. think we'll address some of the questions here. So, uh, Kenneth, first of all, we're drinking Dear Old Nebraska Brew from Zipline. Very good beer. Try it. Um, Zom mentioned, uh, you know, what about Trev? Do you, do you think Alberts is going to say something in uh, in the next two weeks because we have a bye? I think we are going to hear from him. I think it's, it's going to be sometime either this week or over next weekend, but – I do think we're going to hear from him. He's going to say that Frost is is going to be our coach next year in 2022. I wholeheartedly believe that. And only what's saving Frost from his job? Yes, we have lost um, a lot of games, games again this year, and we've lost the teams we definitely should not have lost to as far as our talent goes. But the close losses, as much as they suck, no moral victories. I get it. But at the same time, we haven't had that many top 10 teams that we've played, top 15, top 20 teams, where we have been within one score or nine points. It's, when oh. was the last time any Nebraska team has done that? When it, winning or losing, it's, there's, the progress is there, and I think they give him one more year. One more year. If he does not, if he does not do better next year, yeah, well, Se- seven, eight wins has to be the goal. And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of seeing comments as they fly in. So, um, you know, looking at the transfer portal for a quarterback, I would tend to agree with that probably need to be an option. Um, I think that, I, you know, if we would have gotten blown out, I could have seen, you know, the talk all week was if, if they get blown out, which they probably will, yep. then are we going to hear something this week? Are we going to hear something during the bye week? Is it going to be at the end after the Iowa game? Like, is he going to be done? I think I, I, I tend to agree with you here. I think, um, you know, Trev has, you know, has some difficult decisions to make, but I think the most appropriate one would be for him to keep Frost for another year. Mm-hmm. These close losses at some point have to turn around. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was the knock with Bo. It was that we'd win nine yes. games every year, but every time we'd play a, te- a game like this, we'd get blown out. I mean, do you remember the Wisconsin game yeah. when they oh ran God, 400 wild. yards? I mean, they broke yards. a record for most rushing yards in a game. I mean, Ugh. that that stuff's not happening. I mean, we're kind of either breaking some own uh, or <laughs> making up our own records yeah. from here. Uh, you know, things that we've done that no one's ever done. <laughs> Yeah, but, so but we're right there, man. Yeah. We're right there. Well, I'm kind of curious. So, William, you mentioned some of the assistants, and I know someone else just did as well on some of the assistants. I think 100. percent We've talked about it before. You you have to you have to start looking at. Uh, to me, it's it's three three things right off the bat. You, you have three phases of the game: offense, special teams, defense. Right. We don't have a special teams coach. We need to focus on that first and foremost because we lost more games than one this year to it. Number two, 
we need to focus on a quarterback coach who can de- develop quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Post post game yesterday, Frost says not only is Adrian Martinez playing on a, a gimpy ankle that he rolled against Minnesota, but he's also had a broken jaw. And he gives us the best chance to win. So what is that saying about our development of our quarterbacks that are younger, about Smothers and about Harburg? If they're not developed good enough to go in for a quarterback who is injured that bad, right? and Adrian still gives us the best chance to win, which I, I his talent is there. It's the inconsistencies that drive right. us nuts. And he's a warrior, man. I mean, I like the kid. It's just inconsistency. Yep. So Mario, offensive line. We still are seeing so much inconsistency on the offensive yes. lines. Um, they were okay yesterday, but not great. So they, they were yes. better than I expected. Boom! And Blake, say. Blake says the same thing. Offensive line, QB coach. Um, and I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But William, one thing I want to ask you, and I hope you comment on since you're here. Uh, court, yes, more victories. Don't cut it. I agree. Um, no, not at one all. thing I have a question on is you mentioned uh, linebacker coach. Um, if you want to elaborate on that, was that D? I think did he mean well? Did he mean uh, yeah. D line? Co- I don't mean know. D line coach. Elaborate as far as like getting more pressure on the quarterback because I could tend to agree with you on that. I think our run defense is really good, Yep. Um, which, again, we're going to kind of start out with the bad we'll get and to the work defense. toward yep. uh, you know, some of our happier thoughts uh, down the stretch. But I wasn't sure if that's where you were leaning there. Yeah. But, um, um, but, yeah, I think – well, and, and uh, Zom just mentioned, too, in 2016 we lost Ohio State 62-3. to yeah. And we were a 7 and 1 team when we lost to them 62 to 3. We were ranked in the top 10. Yes. If not that week, the week before when yep. we lost in overtime to Wisconsin, I think we were still in the top. I think so. I think and we were 8th when we lost to Wisconsin, we were 10, maybe something like between that. Between 10 and 12. Either way, we had a winning record at that point. We got we got steamrolled. Now we have a losing record of 3 and 6 and we lose by 9. So, and we lost by 5 a couple years ago to Ohio State yep. in 2019. And so I I think that was 2018. There's, 2018, whatever year it was. There's just so many so many little things that aren't being done right that, yes, are coachable, but everything can't be put on Frost's shoulders. Not well, every Because that's he why he says, has position coach. You know, it's the little things that keep costing us. He knows that that's the case, and they're doing everything they can to fix that. And, you know, at some point you have to hold somebody – accountable and some you know the players are going to have to be held accountable for some of these things and you know they're 18 to 22 year old kids so they're going to make mistakes yep but i just don't know another team that has made this many mistakes in these crucial of times to lose as many games close games like we have yeah 100 percent. it's it's truly 100 percent um and it's, it's frustrating as a fan base because we have that passion. We have that love for our team. It is our it is our team. It is our pro football team. We don't have hockey. We don't have football. We don't have pro teams in the state of Nebraska. We have UNO Mavericks for hockey. We have some obviously very good volleyball team in Nebraska. UNO volleyball is not bad. We have a couple good baseball teams in Creighton the state. Creighton volleyball is good too. And Creighton basketball Creighton is basketball. Good. But we don't have a team to cheer for as far as football goes. So this is our football team. And... We stand behind them 100%, so we can tend to be overcritical sometimes right. without taking a step back and looking at the entire picture, which people hate to do. They want to look at the win-loss column, and I get it. And as Zom said, you can't just look at wins and losses. Let's take a look back and look at the bigger picture. Yes, sucks to lose. But it's not because the kids aren't trying. It's not because they – it's actually not because they suck. It's because they are just not performing to their abilities, and I and that may be they suck. I don't know. Well, but I just don't agree with that. We and, have the talent, and it's, we've, it's frustrating. It just seems like we play to our competition because yeah. every good team we've played, we've been right there. Every bad team we've played, we've lost to. 
I mean, not every bad team we've played, but yeah. you know what I mean. The bad, the not as good of teams, we have not performed nearly as well. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, if we fire Frost today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, next week, at the end of the season, whatever, who's next? Who's in line for that job? Be careful, because people don't like that response out there on the Twitter. They'll give you a list of 10 people, including Matt Campbell, Luke Fickle. Campbell ain't leaving Iowa State for Nebraska. Are you kidding me? Look what he's building that at Iowa State. He's not leaving. Luke, Luke Fickle is not jo- leaving Cincinnati <laughs> for Nebraska. He Now, he would want to go to a Power 5, but you think he wants to come to Nebraska in the, in the state? If he sees anything on social media of our fans, he's yeah. like, hell no, I don't want that. Exactly. And not only that, but, I mean, people have to understand that when they post things and they say things, and we've talked about it a hundred times before, recruits see that stuff and they don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. So not only is a big question, if not Frost, then who? And like you said, I know people are going to be like, here, I'll give you a list. Here, here, this guy, this guy, this guy. Okay, so what happens when he loses his first game? Let's say he loses his first game of the season. Yeah. You know? I mean... it. There's I, a lot of question marks, but... Well, and, and we just talked about it before we got on. People are talking about, hey, we're going to lose a lot of people to the transfer portal because that's we didn't, a, that's win, we didn't win a lot of games. But what happens if we lose Frost? I think we are in a way worse position, and Jamie mentioned it here too, we go backwards with a new coach. Yep. Because we are going to lose so many guys that believe in Frost, that came here because of Frost, and because of some of the guys that he has brought in, or some of the coaches that he has on staff. We will lose. We got to commit before the game yesterday, yep. um, and so we're going to lose more than we would uh, with him staying. Well, I think I think again, it's it's every year. Every team loses a lot of guys to the portal, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as people think with the players we have on the roster right oh, now. You mean you think it would be worse? Oh, it's going to be way worse than what people think. Way worse. Agreed. What happened after we fired Bo Pelini, who won nine games? We we brought in a guy that was nice in the media. That was nice, and it totally derailed the program. So if, if you know you fire Frost, and then you bring in somebody, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, and, I and just don't know anymore. Jason, I will say that's that's actually a fair question, and I I was hoping no one would kind of bring that up, but yeah, how much more well, backwards can we go? Well stated. Again, I I think. More so for me, it's the it's the transfer portal. It's the guys that we would lose in the transfer portal, no matter who we bring in. Um, I feel I feel personally like that would be worse than keeping Frost on the progress he's had, and knowing next year we have a much more favorable schedule next year in the Big Ten than we did this year. So, but there's got there's a ceiling. There's a ceiling that he has to hit. And I think it's either seven or eight wins. If he does yep. not get to seven or eight wins, and guess what? Trev might say, dude, you, you need seven wins, but if you get six, you buy yourself another year. Yeah. He might say that. Well, and he – we've talked about it before. He may say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you another year here, but, you, yeah, you've got to show me something, yep. and you have to make a couple of changes on the coaching staff. Yep. And we were talking about before we came on, you know, Frost was on a high when he came in here. Had an undefeated season, beat Auburn, you know. Um, he brought all of his boys with him. Yep. Um, who some of those guys were on, a, you know, all those guys were on a high, but some of them were, you know, 
on the up and up in their job status. Yep. And for some of them, things haven't worked out. For some of them, like Eric Janander, things didn't work out right away. Now they are, in, like him, he's in the best spot, if you ask me. And his entire staff. I mean, yes, we're not getting the pressure that we should probably get. But I think the entire defensive staff, there's no right. way they go anywhere. But I think some changes need to be made. And I'm not going to be the one to tell you what those changes are. I don't get paid to do that. I, <laughs> if, paid, I, if I get paid to do it, then, I, then I can do it. We don't get paid for this. But um, some changes need to be made. And that means Frost is going to have to make some difficult decisions with you know some of his boys, some of his friends, some of his close friends. He might have to fire them. Yep. And you know, as much as that sucks, that's why he gets paid the money that he gets paid. Yep. And if Trev has to be the one to tell him that... And like you said, yep. does Trev have, I mean, people might be like, oh, does Trev really have to tell him how to, I mean, he, if that's the case, he can live and die with his boys. I mean, he may say, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And that might cost him it his It might gig, cost him but, his job, yeah. Um, you know, we'll see. And, and, you know, a couple of things I want to address, a couple of comments. So first and foremost, someone mentioned Scott Frost uh, letting go of the play calling. I mean, we've talked about it for at least uh, two, three weeks now is who is our offensive coordinator? Because Lubick was brought in not only for wide receivers coach, but to be an, an offensive coordinator. I don't think he's calling plays, though. I, I don't know how often he is or if he is. I have no idea. But we need a true offensive coordinator. I 100% agree. Because, again, someone, I can't remember who it was, but they mentioned he's if he's an offensive mastermind, then we are drastically mm-hmm. at a disadvantage right now because he's not. He needs to focus on the team as a whole, not playing calls. And I think if right. him, if him calling calls, if that's what's going on, then that is what is limiting Nebraska on offense potentially to be as good as the talent shows on paper. Well, and obviously, I haven't looked at the numbers exactly. And some of those games early on, we you know Fordham and Buffalo, we scored more points, but we're averaging like seventeen points a game. I mean. Yeah. We've got to score more points than that. You're just not going to win games. No, you're not. I, I mean, in the Big Ten, you can win more games. Seventeen but to twelve, you, Iowa over Northwestern. You got you got to win the offensive line and defensive line battles, and we're only winning more. And we're not even really winning one of those battles, but we're competing on one of those sides. Something well, that oh, sorry, something that Zom mentioned too, real quick. I want to address is Cam Jurgens, and I've seen some replays of where he is du- he is double team. They're double teaming guys because he has to help out our tackles. He has to get over on the left side or the right side to help the guys that are not quite developed because they're young. They're freshmen, sophomores. They don't have the experience yet. They haven't don't have as many games as Cam. He has been fan. He has been phenomenal right, this year. You right. talk about a Dave Remington well, finalist. Yeah. he is, and he and, he's going to win some awards. And I'm ex- I, he's going to go to the next level. He's going to play next year. Well, and it sucks, too, because, like you said, I don't know if it's development or, you know, what if we need to make a change at the offensive line uh, coach position. But, um, you know, uh, someone like Bryce Benart that was a four-star recruit, high hopes, yep. it, it just seems like he's not as good as the other linemen. And I hate to say that. I'm not trying to single somebody out. But when Teddy came in, and Turner moved over to the right side. We were so much better. We were so much better. And what's weird is why, like that that just, one little change. Like why? How is he already as a fre- a true freshman coming in and being like, holy sh-, like yeah? And then he gets I know he's big. I know he's huge, but at least he got his red shirt. Uh, but that's the other thing. I mean, if you get rid of Frost, I mean. Are, are guys like that going to stick around? I mean, yeah. it, it, Thomas Fedoni hasn't even played a down yet. Yep. You know, I, guys like he's, that. He's a guy that I think is 100% in with Frost. I, if Frost goes, he goes. Yeah. That, I, I think, and I we know. can lose in the friggin' Iowa, but... Um, 
that would be terrible. Yeah, yeah, five sacks yesterday given up by our tackles. That's bad. I mean, and again, I know Turner didn't have a great game, and they they singled the, they singled him and yeah. and Benard out yeah. talking about him and how they've gotten the most quarterback pressures out of a tackle group yep. like in college football yep. this year. And I don't know if he's trying if Turner's trying to do too much because I think Turner's pretty good. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, but I'm liking the questions today. Yeah, I'm really well, liking the questions. And you, and you look at Adrian again. You know, people still want to come down on Adrian as a either a bad quarterback or just say like, oh, he's a good person but not a good quarterback. And I still want to combat that because he is he is a great quarterback. He is one of the best quarterbacks that at Nebraska. He can as just far be really as, good or really bad. <laughs> he's inconsistent. Yep. His inconsistencies, his lack of quick decision making. And sometimes just his his vision, his vision of the field um, is lacking. And part of that is the pressure coming at him. And I think it was, um, I can't remember if it was Purdue or which game it was, but 73% of the plays he was pressured, which means you're having to move out of the pocket or you can't, or you're getting sacked. And that's that's a high, no one else in the country, who else gets 73% of the plays you're getting pressured? Like, that is not something that's going to help you in a game. So, offensive exactly. line needs a fix. This is why I like Jamie's comment that said, fix the offensive line before you criticize the quarterbacks. 100%. Yep. Right there with you. Absolutely. And, and Jamie, I think you're, uh, I can't remember what your page is that you run. It's something with Frost. Um, but appreciate, oh, nice. appreciate having you on here. So um, One kind of, just on this topic, just thinking back to the game yesterday, Martinez is hobbling around, and you do a quarterback keeper on third and seven, or whatever the play was. Yep. Are you absolutely effing kidding me? Yep. Yep. That's, and I don't know if that was Frost. I don't know what that is, but... Broken play? I, I don't know. I either. don't know. It sure didn't seem that way. It seemed like it was a designed quarterback run right after you got up hobbled. Did not yeah. make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, that, so that was yeah. a hot take, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. J- Jason, yeah, and I think everybody on Twitter commented on that. Jason's ready to move on from 2 a.m. We've talked about it. Again, I would love to have him back, but at the same time, if he doesn't come back, I get it. Um, and Zom, I like mostly Zom's quote. Blame, yeah. I was going to say. Good. No, I was just going to say, I like Zom's quote. I uh, mostly blame O-line, but he holds on to the ball a little bit too long. Yes, he does. Good. And what, I text you, on an option, he's – Option short side, which I hate options oh, short God. side more so than anything. Davison and Sharp hate it too. Option short side. He can literally just go up for two yards, but instead he just goes out of bounds for two yards. And maybe that's because he's playing hurt. And, you know, that's on the coaching staff or yeah. whatever you want to say. But what what are yeah. we doing? Yeah. That just that starts a drive backwards, and then we go three and out and give him position, you know, give him good field position. That they get points on. What are we doing? Yep. And again, you you have um, you know you talk about the pressure that's coming in, and when you're getting pressured that much, um, you got to get rid of the ball. And yes, he holds on to the ball way too long, way too often, and that's part of his downfall too. And I think that I don't know if that's just part of his. I, I can't run the ball because I don't want to get hit hard and get hurt again, or I'm being told not to run the ball very often. But he doesn't take off and run like he even was at the beginning of the season. He hasn't done that as much yeah. at the end of the season, but. Well, something something has changed to where his mindset is now. I need to hold on to the ball and get rid of it downfield to a receiver instead of throwing the ball away that's and what, not taking a, an eight-yard sack. That's kind of what I was going to say. He, he's been known to run out of bounds with the ball and take a loss instead of just throwing it away. Yep. I mean, you're 
this far from out of bounds, you can just throw it out of bounds. Yep. And it's an incomplete pass. But when you go out of bounds for a loss of five, then you just set the whole offense back. Yeah. I don't I don't understand that. Yep. Or last week when all he has to do is put the ball forward and he gets a first down. But instead he just goes out of bounds and it's a third down run and he's a half yard short. Yep. When he could have just put the ball in front of him. Yep. And and is that quarterback coaching? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And so Jamie mentioned in Frostry Trust is the name of his page, so go follow him. Um oh, I, cool. I see his stuff all the time. He's a great guy. Puts a lot of I'll good definitely stuff out there. I'll definitely add you on there. Um, we also have Art that mentioned, you know, if, if Scott Frost isn't our quote unquote savior of the program, who is um, getting out of the sinkhole. Again, I think that's why you don't get rid, rid of him after this year, because if you get rid of him after this year, after what he's built, he is building a culture, and people don't believe that, but People have different definitions of what culture is. I think Frost has built that culture. It's not a culture of winning yet, but he had to he had to put in place so many things behind the scenes to get to the culture of winning first. And we're not there. The talent's there, but again, those few missing pieces. His loyalty, I think, is hurting him right now to some of his coaches. And I think that I think if we don't see those changes in the off season and we take the same guys in the next year, that's what we're going to see the misstep what's going to cost him his job going into next year. Unless, for some reason, we see a huge change like we did in Chins. It's the only thing I see. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you bet, Zom, <laughs> because if you remember correctly, and I know you do, who my offensive MVP preseason <laughs> pick was, it was Austin Allen. Get him the rest. Yes, it man. was. 6'9", big, you know, big target, and potentially the best receiver. Yep. Totally agree. Yep. Uh, yeah, so God, they, like, our and we talked about it before the season. Like, we have one of the. I thought we had one of the best wide receiver cores in adding Toure, having Manning on the field with Betts, um, Alante Brown. But we haven't seen a lot of Alante Brown this year, which I'm really yeah. sad about. I hope he doesn't leave because I still think he's going to be an integral part in this rebuild to really do a lot of good things on the field. But we, I think, yeah. we got to see it on the field first. Um, Betts had a couple drops yesterday. Uh, which I think ended up being pretty big drops, yeah. um, which we can't have. But, again, we have the talent. We have to get the consistency of uh, the quarterback and the Tor- offensive line. Torrey had a drop yesterday, too, didn't he? That was pretty bad, yep. if I remember right. Uh, obviously, we met him. Yeah. He's an awesome dude. Um, and he had a touchdown. And, you know, he had a big catch on the first drive that yeah. set up, put us in you know scoring position. But, um, anyway, all right. So, here, real quick. Sorry, we've, had, been, uh, we've been hitting the questions hard. we got a lot of... Uh, Back and forth today. We got plenty of time, but uh, no, just we appreciate. uh, Thanks, Kenneth. Safe trip on the airplane. Good luck. Everybody uh, commenting today because, you know. It seems like it usually happens after a loss, but uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so, Donnie, I don't understand why Frost has hitched his wagon to AM. Again, I think, I think a lot of people are going to take this the wrong way because of all the off-field rumors with Scott Frost, but I think Scott Frost is a good dude. I think he is a he also had that type of coach that trusted him no matter what. Yeah. And would would trust to put him a game in any situation. And I think he some of his experiences in his life has allowed him to be that kind of coach to Adrian. And again, I think what he said in his pressure yesterday, you may not have been listening at this time, Donnie, but um, he mentioned after the game that Adrian gives us the best chance to win, even with the broken jaw, even with the bad ankle. 
And so if that's the case, you have to look back at the development of Smothers and Harburg. We knew Harburg wasn't going to be the guy this year, but Smothers, no. if we needed him, we, we figured maybe he'd have the opportunity to come and in. And the times he's come in, he's looked fine. If Smothers isn't here... But you've had a small sample size. Yes. It's hard to say what a whole game's worth yeah. of plays would look like. So it's Because you put him in a game, and he's not even close to as good, and then people are going to be like, what are we doing? Yep. So I think, I think part of it is that... QB development, and I was against it in the offseason, and I kind of had to backtrack a few weeks ago, but or maybe in like third week, but I think we probably should have brought in a transfer quarter, transfer portal quarterback that could have come in if Adrian is hurt, and we can rely on that quarterback yeah. to do something good. And I think I think Frost has talked a lot about the portal. I hope he hits a portal quarterback this, mm-hmm. this offseason. I know somebody said Eastern Michigan don't yep. know anything about it. I have to do some research on it. But, yep. Um, yeah, they, and, I, and I've seen lists of uh, you know, there's a, there's a kid from LSU. Yep. Um, there's Florida State. There's I mean, there's, there's a lot there's of options. options. So um, another question uh, here. Sorry, Jamie said he needs to put on on weight, and they're trying to save a year of eligibility. And that's why I, I figure because he's already played in what three games, or is he played in four? I think he's at the point where we we can't sure. we can't really risk that eligibility because we don't want him. We don't want to lose a year either. Logan staying, Harburg staying. Those guys are not going to transfer because honestly, I don't know if they get picked up elsewhere. I don't know. That's the thing. That's not because they're not because they don't have the talent, but I don't right. think they're going to go and play somewhere I mean, else. That's the thing about the portal. I mean, you can definitely get some talent from there. You know, like quarterback yeah. talent. It might be somebody that you know they're. There's a kid one year ahead of them at at a big time university, and they're yep. just never gonna see the field until maybe their junior or senior year. And by that point, they may go a different direction with yep. a younger kid to try to get multiple years uh, as a starter out of them. So there's you know there is some kids that are kind of fall through the cracks there that may be in the yep. portal uh, diamonds in the rough, if you will. But a lot of players that go in there go in there, and they're just gone. If they're not playing at the court at the current Power Five school. Then they yeah. could, and we talked about it before. You get four or five star kids out of high school. They get that go to Alabama, go to Clemson, in any school really. And then they aren't getting the playing time they wanted. They go to the transfer portal, and guess what? You're stuck in there. You never go play anywhere else. You maybe yeah. have to go JUCO, or you maybe have to go, uh, you know, Division two, or so, you're gonna go somewhere local. Mm-hmm. You're gonna transfer somewhere local. So I don't know if we can dip into that portal and see what kind of kids are around this area. Yeah. Um, if we can get a quarterback though. Even if they don't start, but they just yeah. compete, push that starting quarterback, whoever it is, um, or just make the other ones better. Yeah. make yeah. They all make each other better. That would be ideal. Yeah, and so also I have the question about Yant. So in our offense – you know, Ramirez Johnson, Let's let's. I want to give a shout-out to him. Ramirez has mm. been incredible this year. He has been uh, kind of that workhorse. He's really good. He's done, exactly what I was hoping he would be. Great job. I'm excited for Step. Step's only a sophomore, so we got a couple more years of Step. Yeah. Excited for him. I don't know why he's not seeing a lot of the field right now. I, I don't have the answers for that. I know he has some um, injuries early on. I don't know if that's still plaguing him. But Yant. Ramirez is good, and Yant. You know, Yant saw the field a little bit yesterday, not a ton, but yeah. – um, you know, we did a pretty good job of, of establishing the run better in the second half. You keep running the ball, keep running the ball. And Davison and, and Sharp said this, is although they did pretty good stopping us early on the run game, they're like, you need to keep pounding it because the offensive line, 
against that defensive line was going to do good enough. They're better on the on the uh, creating some lanes in the run game than they are pass coverage. Well, and so they did they did better in the second half. Not great, but better, which yeah. opened up Ramir. You know, I will say that um, I'm not entirely sure what just happened in that game there. Um, <laughs> sorry, but we ran the ball uh, for more yards, at least on first down yep. carries. It wasn't like a yard or two, you know, that we yep. saw the handoffs up the middle for a yard or two. Ramirez getting handoffs off tackle, getting seven, eight yards on first down. It's great to see. I mean, against an opponent like Ohio State. And I know um, Oregon kind of ran all over them when they played. Yep. Uh, but Ohio State's been really, really good since they lost that game. Yeah. And, you know, their quarterback had thrown 15 touchdowns and zero interceptions his last three games or whatever it was and was averaging these numbers and their running back was averaging these numbers. So, and sorry, I don't want to get ahead of it. But. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, we're, let's, let's just flip to the defense now because okay. it, they had, if you watch the pregame on Fox, they talked a lot about uh, the freshman and Travion Henderson. He's had his historic. He's Historic numbers. That was a block pump, by the way. Uh, historic, oh, historic numbers this year for Ohio State. He's breaking records for a freshman at Ohio State. We held him to four yards, four point four yards of carry, ninety-two yards, one hundred yards. So our rush defense has been fantastic. We held Kenneth Walker to sixty-one yards, right? And so and we still held them only to two. I mean, touchdowns. ninety-two yards, but he only had. Tw- I mean, he had twenty-one carries. We we forced good. we forced Stroud to throw the ball fifty-four times. Well, that you know it was pretty funny. There was um, oh, I think there was like eleven minutes left in the second quarter, mm-hmm. and he had thrown the ball twenty times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy yeah. crap, yeah. man! And maybe you know, I know he came out with a quote. If you saw it, yep. he said, uh, "I don't get paid to run." Or whatever it was, I they don't. <laughs> I'm not a runner. Yep. Uh, he had plenty of time, plenty of chances where um, he could have ran. Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, but um, but he's not. He's he, Justin, maybe that's his game. Justin Fields is kind of the same way. He's not a big runner. Yeah, he'll take off. But the problem is, he would take off and run if he had to. And he with Ohio State. and that at least against us that yeah. was better than Shroud not throw, or Shroud <laughs> not throwing the ball or not running the ball. Yep. But um, 54 times, I did not realize that until you looked yeah, that up. That is times. crazy. When was the last time that we played a top five team and they threw the ball 54 times against us? Never. 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 Probably threw the ball 20 to 25 yeah. times a game. Probably never. Um, so, I mean, we defensively, I mean, holy cow. I mean, can we just. <sighs> Man, I'm really sad. If JoJo's hurt and done. It's gonna be real sad. Day. Yeah, and, and I, I know Frost said it's you know it's gonna be his decision. You know he doesn't know right now, but man, he's the best. That, that's also what uh, I can't remember who who wrote it, uh, who wrote the article on JoJo or said something about JoJo. But if he's out these next two games, it's not an opt out. It's because he's injured. It's yeah. Because oh, he, for sure. It's because he can't play, they, not because he doesn't want to play. And you know we can say like, oh, we met Husker players. They're pretty cool, dude. I <laughs> talked to this guy. He's freaking. A die hard bleed Husker red for yeah. life type of a guy. Yeah. So if he doesn't play, he's definitely hurt. Yeah. Especially a season like this that he came back when he didn't have to. He could be playing in the he could be playing on TV right now. Yep. But man, if he's out, that sucks because yeah. he's so good. But let, let's talk, let's dig in a little bit on these defenders because holy cow. I mean, Luke Reimer, again, another just fantastic game from Luke. 
one of JoJo's, probably JoJo's, one of his best games he's had. Um, Henrich had a great game. Garrett Nelson played fantastic. He again, I Ohio State fans want to talk about the amount of holds that Nebraska had on offense. Watch uh, the last five seasons for Nebraska. Yes, and, and watch Garrett Nelson every play. Garrett Nelson gets held almost every play that he is in because he is so quick to try to get off the line and yeah. get to the quarterback. He's getting held all the time, and he never gets called. Their their tackles were, were starting early every time, too. False starts almost every play. I don't want to hear from Ohio State fans. Don't talk about penalties. Don't talk about the refs. You have zero room to talk because you get favorable calls every damn game <laughs> you play. I'm done with Ohio State. I don't care. Last year doesn't matter. People want to say, Ohio State, like, yeah, like you're, you're our brothers and ours. But no. I'm not. I've never been. I don't care about Ohio State. The fact that we had a season last year, yes, was mainly because of Ohio State, but it was Nebraska that started it. Yeah, it was Nebraska that did everything. But I don't want to hear like, oh, like we're we're you know not rivals unless we play each other. No, BS. I don't care about Ohio State. You guys get favors every game you play, yep. even not against Nebraska. Um, we'll get to that PI because well, I'm still mad about they- it. Kevin Warren in the building. Gee, I'm surprised someone let him in. I would have checked those credentials and kicked his ass out. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> no, you said it. Um, Henrich is maybe my you know maybe my defensive MVP so far this year. Yeah. Um, and not necessarily that he's been the best player, but just the the progress, the the step up that he's made. Yeah. Uh, high hopes. A you know big time local recruit that Frost was pretty lucky to get. Yeah. Um, pretty much got him because of uh, inside linebackers coach. Yeah. Um, why, why is his name escaping? Rude. Rude. Yeah. Pretty much got him because of Rude. Because Rude went to Burke and yep. was like, "Hey man, come play for us." <laughs> and he is yeah. really, really showing out. Yeah, um, all year. So yeah, man. There's so many guys I, you can talk about. But I, I think you know, uh, Felton uh, Payne was all over the place too, man. Yeah, Flaherty's pain. He was. I almost said Felton is dead, but Flaherty's pain was all over the place I, yesterday. I, I kept well, seeing zero, and I'm like, God damn, you're in the backfield a lot. Man, is Yant out there on defense too? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's actually what <laughs> I thought. I'm like, wait, why is Yant playing defense? Yeah. But no, I, I really like that defensive line rotation between um, Tom Stilly, uh, Daniels, Daniels, uh, Robinson. Yep. Um, yeah, man, they're they're really good and. You know, I don't, maybe we're not getting as much quarterback pressure as far and sacks, yep. you know, that type of thing. But uh, definitely, man, they can't run the ball. No. The best teams no. we've played have not been able we're to run the ball. the holes. And, and you know, kind of going off of JoJo, too. JoJo played a different role yesterday than just a linebacker. He was out there in coverage a lot. Well, he had some. He, he could have had like two. He could have three interceptions maybe I think in that game. He's kind of transitioned really to like a nickel back, and mm-hmm. I think that's probably best for him because that's what's going to get him into the league. Yep, and he's going to be good. He's yep. really good at that position. So another guy, you know, Cam Taylor. He he got juked on that uh, in Jigbo, whatever his name is, uh, that long touchdown. He got juked, but um, other than that, like Cam Taylor, he played. got juked, but it was seven yards off the line. I mean, that also, was the, it. Was also a good juke. <laughs> it, was, it was, and you know that that might be about the only real breakdown I can talk about with the defense. Yeah. You know, the guy got the, and and that kid had a big game, fourteen catch, two hundred fifty yards, yards or two hundred forty yeah, yards, whatever it was, but. That one play was probably the worst play, you know, of the day for the defense. But yep. he caught that ball seven yards. I mean, we we've got to have somebody on that back end <laughs> yep. that's not letting that happen. And to be completely honest with you, if Deontay Williams in the game, I don't think that happens. Nah, 
Um, and not that Farmer played a bad game, but Farm, and, Farmer, and I don't even know where he was at on that play. I'm just saying I don't think that that happens if Deontay Wallace Far, is Farmer, I think, played a better game yesterday. I mean, he had the pit, had a nice pick. He got his black um, shirt last week, and, you know, maybe a little bit more – little confidence going in the game. New, he Newsom, wasn't too bad. Newsom had a pretty good game yeah. again. You know, I think overall our defense, again, gave us every opportunity to win that game, got a turnover, almost got two with Garrett Nelson with the strip sack. Yeah. We just didn't get the ball. Um, if that ball didn't roll 20 yards away from where he sacked him, we would have gotten the ball. Agreed. Like, and I, again, that's one of those breaks. It's like you're watching the game. It's like we just need a ball to roll our way. We need something this, that, something to happen to go our way. And I was I called it. I, told, I was watching it with my uh, – uh, my father-in-law, I'm like, you know what? Garrett Nelson, he's going to get a strip sack today. We need to get the ball back, and he's going to get a strip sack. And then he did, and the ball rolls 15, 20 yards away from where the sack happened, and we I got know. nobody over there. They got, we're, we got Lyman chasing. It's like, oh, it's just a pain so, in the ass. A perfect example of why we need to keep Frost, at least for next year. If next year is the same thing, then I'll be the first one to say we need to move mm-hmm. on. But this defense – Playing the way they did yesterday after they've stepped up countless times and not been rewarded because the offense has hurt them. Special teams has ten, hurt them. Ten games this year. They've stepped up so many times. I mean, it'd be so easy for those guys to give up. But they care about this team, this program, fan base, and their coach. They are doing that for those exact reasons. Yep. So that to me is why my kind of why we need to keep Frost because those guys are playing because of that. And it's funny because Character Character said at one point he said this this defense can only keep essentially said they, they can only keep it going for so long yep. if the offense doesn't keep you know. Keep and he them did post something that you know they may be fatigued and that was a touchdown they gave up and that was the I think that was the long one. Yeah. And it's like okay, but. They came back after that and were better. Ball. I mean, they balled out. They that, that was. And that I was know one of the that some of those guys are playing their way into a job, and I get that. You know, they're trying to make it to play in the NFL, but still, I mean, it's got to be discouraging to yep. be on that defense with how good it's been. Yep. But you also, you know, these guys talk about how they support each other. They support the coaches. They support. The guys on the other side of the on the other side of the field from them, and again, that's that's culture. That is culture building. If you are losing games, you're still going up there. You have Garrett Nelson in tears because he's talking about his teammate. You have Austin Allen taking personal responsibility after that loss two weeks ago when it wasn't his fault, but but he said he didn't play well enough. Yeah, he's like, I and didn't do good enough. Literally, was not his fault. These guys are putting so much weight on themselves to be the best they can be. And I, I admire that. That mm-hmm. is that is culture, ladies and gentlemen. That is culture building. That Agreed. is Scott Frost and his entire staff, whether I believe some of the coaches should stay or not. That is his staff. They have built that culture. We're in year four. It is there. Live and breathe it. The guys do that. And if you can't see that when you listen to these players talk after the game, then you're just blind, and you really just don't want Frost to well, be here, which is fine. I get it, but you have to look at the bigger picture and look at the culture of this team. And this culture is way different than the guys even two years ago, just kind of talking like, "Yeah, you know, we just play well." We, you know, but no, these guys are emotional, and they're an emotional wreck sometimes because they care that much about Frost and the program, their teammates, their coaches, and the entire state. So that's a culture for sure, and. 
That's Frost. It's easy. It's easier for me to say this, but you know, you could be, again. You could be like, "Oh, you think you're pretty cool because you like hung out and talked to some of the players." But dude, we've we actually, are we actually talked, are pretty cool. We are cool, and we actually talk to those guys. Not in just an autograph signing session where you're like, hey, man, hey, little Tommy, um, <laughs> Tommy. let me sign your helmet. Hey, bud. We actually, like, talk to these guys. They are so passionate. They just want to win. Yep. And so, like you said, it's a culture thing. I think so. I think uh, – and you can say that that culture might need to figure out how to win some of these close yeah. games. but. That is, and that's true. Yep. But uh, it's not for a lack of guys caring because the, they do. Yeah, the culture of winning and the consistently winning is not there, but the culture of uh, a team, team mentality is there, and that that's important. That's something that has not been there for a while. I think guys have sure. played play a lot for themselves, um, and even in the last, you know, even two years ago, they played for themselves, and now they're playing for their team. They're playing for their teammates, and that's important. That's what we want to see from a culture standpoint. And Frost is the guy that has put them in that position to play with a strong culture. Yeah. So two things. We're not going to dwell on it because I want to get to this giveaway real quick. Oh, yeah. forgot about the giveaway. Well, we didn't, talk, we didn't, we didn't talk about the really the, the worst calls that – I mean, this is this goes up with the <laughs> joint possession and the uh, disconcerting signals. Um, the uh, kick-catch interference. It, he was not in front of him. He, he was off to the side. Didn't interfere with him catching that ball. Yet again, they get an extra, what, 10, 15 yards on that play mm-hmm. because it's Ohio State. Number two, and we pinned him inside the 10, Yep. by the way. Yeah, and that was, that was the best punt of the game. Uh, number two, pass interference. Clear pass interference on a third down. Very, very obvious. He hung his arm over him. He was holding on to him, and no call. And if nothing else, it could have been a holding. You got to call something there. That gives us a first down. That gets us to potentially a game-winning drive. Instead, we have to punt the ball. They get the ball back. They come down, kick a field goal. They take the they take a lead. That's nine points. Now we can't we can't even come back to tie it up. Right. That that <laughs> was that was a terrible, 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 terrible no call on the pass interference. Yep. And it sucked. And you know that. Uh... You know, that officiating crew, I guess, as far as Big Ten goes, it's not uh, nearly as bad as some <laughs> of the other ones that we could definitely talk about. Um, but, yeah, it's not. Well, and even, too, I think I texted you about it. They they call uh, – they get a holding call on Ohio State. Um, that was a plain as day pass interference. Oh. Not, not, not holding. It, it was just he blew the guy up. There was no holding that yep. happened. And and I know it's it's only a five yard difference, but it's just like, man, you can't even give us the actual penalty penalty that you know penalty yards we deserve. True. It's just like, well, we're gonna punish Ohio State here, but we're not gonna punish them that much. Yep. It's I don't know. It's just it sucks, man. And you know, it's again, did we lose because of that? You know that that pat that non pass interference call did have an impact, a huge impact on how the game could sure have ended. Did. How it could have ended. Not say it would have, but it could have ended uh, in a much different way if we had the opportunity to go d- to go down and drive the ball. Um, and I'm not so going to yes. say that we shouldn't, you know, we're, we kick a field goal. We should have gone for it when we're down six points. Instead of kicking a field goal, we should go for it to yep. try to take the lead. But, and you miss the field goal. Yep. And then, you know, they come down and kick a field goal. But Again, hindsight's 20-20. Yeah. And, and, and Frost said, I trust our defense. And why wouldn't you at that point in time? Exactly. Why wouldn't you? So. And 
especially with the way the offense could act. I mean, I only scored 17 points, but we're at that time we were moving the ball. So, I mean, if we, if you kick the field goal there, defense comes out, holds them, score touchdown, win the game. Yep. But it it is what it is right now. We just got to move on. We got a bye week next week, and then you know we got to take on Wisconsin and Madison, and then we go to then we, uh, we play at home uh, Iowa after Thanksgiving. So I really think that we're probably gonna beat Iowa. Purdue takes down Purdue takes down Michigan State. Iowa struggled with Northwestern. They get brought in a new quarterback. Petrus gets benched, um, and <laughs> the new quarterback was I think a little better, but not great. Actually, might have um, been a little better. He was definitely better. I just he still wasn't great. It, getting better from Petrus is not a huge step in, no, in, in any direction. But um, you know, it's Northwestern is still in such a down year. I didn't think it mattered, but um, but so yeah. I think the Big Ten as a whole. It'd be interesting to see what happens. That Michigan Ohio State game is going to well, determine who wins the Big East. The Big Ten East, yeah, um, yeah. You know, with these uh, obviously the first playoff rankings coming out this week. I say it every year. It's a television show. Second. Oh, well, yeah, upcoming tomorrow, on Tuesday, yeah. I, I, I mean, gotcha. this past yep, week. I got gotcha. It's a television show. They got to give people stuff to talk about. They got to drop an Alabama at number two just to get people who, talking. Who, who barely won yesterday against a really bad and, LSU team. you know, um, I thought Michigan State at three was a bit of a stretch because um, we bit. obviously yeah. should have beat them. They got no first downs <laughs> in the second <laughs> we half. We should be Oklahoma. We should be Michigan. We should uh, be blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, we'll see. Um Georgia, obviously, is a runaway best team. I really hope someone beats them. That's not Alabama. Um, yep, I hope Georgia better beat Alabama in that championship game. Well, and yeah. I don't want to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. We're, I know we're getting kind of low on time here, yep. but Florida got rolled up by South Carolina yesterday. They got spanked and by the Gamecocks. So, you know, spanked. I know they've been ranked high. Maybe they shouldn't have been these last couple and of years. And Bama had to survive their, their, that game their, against Florida. Their record's... You know, been pretty pretty good, but man, that uh, you know, at least we at least we didn't have a game like that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're actually kind of on the other end doing that to teams. So, um, yeah. a couple games ago, guys, we're we're there. God um, dang, man, just hang tight. Again, it, doing this show today is nice because then guess what? I don't talk about the game the rest of the week. Uh, I'll probably chat I, in the morning with a yep. couple co-workers. That's about it. That'll be about it. Let go of it. Um, game's over. Can't do anything about it. We can't do anything about it during the game anyways. We're fans, but... And uh, honestly, I mean, all that it's really going to do, what, what actually makes me a little giddy inside is knowing that a team like Ohio State, they try to run the score up on everyone, and they couldn't do it to us. They put up... So when they're ranked five... They're just outside that college football playoff ranking with a loss to Oregon, the team in front of them. Yes. Yep. Stanford lost really bad, too, this week. Yep. Just saying. Yep. At home. Yep. But <laughs> they are trying to run the score up because they're trying to get in the playoff position. And when they can't do it against us, I know we lost the game, but uh, it, it makes me a little happy. It's a little fun. It brings me a little bit of joy. I did see some Ohio State people like, oh, they just didn't play a good game. What, just give credit to the Nebraska defense for stopping yep. your offense because mm-hmm. they, they they put you in check. And I don't know what – I know I text you in our some, offense some type our, of stat-wise. I don't know if it was points per game or yards per game or something that Ohio State was number one in FBS this season. Yep. And they only scored 26 points against 20, the that, that On average this year, that's 21 points less than what they've had all year. Yep. 
So we and you know, I was hearing predictions this week, uh, fifty-five seventeen, and I was kind of like, I could see that the, happening, but the it initial didn't. the initial line came out at fourteen, and everyone's like, "That's it, that's it, that's it," and I'm thinking, "God damn, people! If we play to our potential, absolutely, that's it." Because look, and part of that is look how we played these other teams that are in the top ten. It, yes, we can absolutely do it because we have the talent and the team to do it. Well, it's the execution and finishing that we didn't do that would have won us the game and special teams. So, yeah, absolutely, 14 was respectable, but we still beat the spread again as, a, as an underdog. Well, and look at these other teams we've lost to. I mean, we lost by 3 points, 6 points, 7 points, 8 points, 9 points against teams that are right up there. Yep. And you know what? Their best player... In all the other games they've had this season, have been a Heisman Trophy type of candidate yeah. in those games, but not against us. Yep, Rat- Rattler was a Heisman candidate early on. Kenneth Walker, he, was. he he still is, but we still held him to a lot. But and, and, and yeah. Kenneth Walker probably still is. He's he definitely yeah. is, but he didn't do nothing against us, and he's done something in every other game. Yep. He's been phenomenal. So. He actually didn't do much against Purdue. <laughs> I mean, he probably didn't do as much against Purdue. He might Purdue, be out of the man. What the hell? He might be out of the Heisman. He might be out of the Heisman. I know we now. lost to Purdue last week, and I was pissed about it. And I really didn't think that we should have lost that game. But yeah. man, Purdue is some world beaters. Go beat Ohio State this week. Please do. Please do. I'll be watching that game. Yeah. Anyways, guys, let's talk about the giveaway real quick. Uh, appreciate you commenting on the show. I know That's... a lot of people kind of left the show, but uh, this is a long one, and, and they usually are about an hour long. But uh, appreciate you guys joining today. Uh, talk about the giveaway. So. I'll get this posted on social media, um, but I'll tell you about how to get a, how to win the fireball um, for your holiday pleasing or for the next two Husker games, or whatever. However long it takes you to drink, or this. maybe one Husker game could be one. Um, but it, it's something where you know we'll have a combination of you know liking, following, commenting uh, between YouTube, podcast, um, Facebook, and Twitter. I'll get something up there in Instagram. Sorry, uh, so I'll put the rules on how to win our uh, our thing of fireball. You gotta like our shit to win. You gotta like us. You gotta follow. You gotta comment. This is a great show today. We had a lot. Fifty nine comments it today. Was super fun. Get a lot of views too. So nineteen shares. So appreciate you guys joining in today. We had a couple of new guys I don't think I've seen on here before. So that um, happens. And yeah, that's fun. Keep bringing it on. Um, love the commentary uh, between back and forth and. Appreciate you guys joining today. Um, I don't got anything else. Everyone's kind of logging off as well. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're Two Average Guys. Appreciate you joining in. And as always, go Big Red. We'll see you next week. Next week's a bye week. Maybe two weeks. Two weeks. Well, I'll give it. Hold on. Hold on. Before we go, giveaway is that. I'll put it on there. But giveaway is going to be next week on uh, probably on Friday or Saturday. So we'll, I'll post it on there. So check it out. Get yourself a bottle of Fireball. All right. Bye-bye. Give it